<clears throat> so, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Uh, it's been a while since I spoke to the internet, an internet audience, but uh, I think it's time to get back on the horse, or whatever you call it. Whew. So, man, this world is crazy right now. It's been getting crazier and crazier, and me personally, I've just been thinking that it's been getting more and more likely that the world is just going to end, and I'm going to die, and we're all going to die, and whatever. But who cares? I mean, in all honesty, who cares, man? Like, I don't know if you know anything's actually going to happen, but the media certainly likes to portray that something will happen. The media likes to... Not only the media, but like just all sources of information they they all like to tell you that everything is gonna be horrible. everything is just on the brink of total annihilation. Don't we all feel that way? I mean, I'm pretty sure we all feel that way uh there's probably people that are a little bit more Zen that don't feel that way, but i mean if you're if you have like a YouTube, I don't know, if you if you click on YouTube every once in a while, um, and you click on, you know, the, the latest crisis, like a video about the latest crisis, YouTube's going to recognize that, and they're going to recommend you more and more stuff like that. So, I don't know, maybe that doesn't happen to everyone, maybe, maybe there's some people who only watch, like, kitten videos on YouTube, and, you know, that's all they see on YouTube, but me, personally, like, all it is is death and destruction and all that stuff, um, so, which brings me to another point, uh, I feel like a lot of the opposing sides in, like, recent uh, political turmoil has been because of these social media platforms recommending you videos and articles and things that are based on what you've already been looking at and reading. So, like, I was anti-gun when, uh, the, I guess it was the Parkland shooting or whatever. I was like, dude, again? Like, somebody went into a school and just shot a bunch of kids? All right, well, we probably need to do something about it, so let's do something about it. And then, obviously, nothing was done, so I was like, you know, on Facebook, shouting at people for no reason, uh, just saying like that, you know, we need to do something and obviously nothing's going to get done because I know how this goes. We all know how it goes. We're all like, oh, thoughts and prayers for all the people that were shot and killed in the school, but we don't actually do anything about it. We've never done anything about it and we're never going to do anything about it. So that's what pissed me off and that's why I was so anti-gun for like a couple months, I guess, <laughs> but... Man, I I was really anti-gun because of the event that happened and because nobody was ever going to consider doing anything about it. But then I kind of was just like, well, nobody actually cares that school shootings happen. No one cares. If If anyone cared, then something would be done about it. But anyway, long story short, I'm no longer, no longer anti-gun. I mean, I, you know, a year or two... Maybe three after that, I actually bought my, my own gun and uh, <sighs> had to sell it recently because I moved and whatever. Some shit happened. 
But yeah, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. But basically, um, yeah, these social media platforms will show you, you know, basically whatever you want to hear. Um, so I was anti-gun, and then I stopped caring, and then I... So my, my point is that I was anti-gun, so I was, I guess, more on the liberal side of things, right? So, uh, and then... You know, as the uh, as the world evolved into absolute craziness, I started to just kind of continue looking up stuff and uh, you know checking out like news articles and whatever. And I kind of so I voted for Trump because it was just funny to me watching how angry people were that he was actually running for president. So I pretty much just voted for him to laugh at the people who take life that seriously and get offended so easily. Um, that's why I voted for Trump. And he got elected as president, so that was cool. Um, and then ever since then, you know, I've been like watching these, I guess, right-wing uh, YouTube channels. Um, but, you know, you, you start out by watching a few of those videos, but then all of a sudden YouTube just does nothing but recommend right-wing content. And then, you know, of the opposing view, someone who didn't vote for Trump, you know, they're looking up a little bit of left-wing content, and then all of their YouTube and social media are flooded with left-wing content. So my point is that giant social media corporations uh, almost force us into two separate categories. Like, basically, I mean... There's probably more categories than two, but generally it seems to just be right-wing and left-wing. And, uh, you know, when you start watching one side, you're basically locked in because that's all you're going to be shown, you know, till the end of time. And I was wondering about this because, like, I noticed that one day all of my YouTube channel was just flooded with right-wing stuff. There was nothing in support of any left-wing ideology or anything that, like, any of my left-wing friends, you know, had been talking about. It was all stuff that just supported what I believed and nothing that supported what they believed. And I, and I, and I was thinking, like, how do we have such opposing viewpoints that we can't even, like, agree on anything? We can't even compromise on anything. And it's, it seems to simply be because all they see is all left-wing content and all, you know, science and evidence and support for everything on left-wing ideology viewpoints. Uh, whereas all I see is stuff that, you know, uh, supports all the right-wing shit uh, that I've been sucked into believing. So, basically, it's just the ultimate form of confirmation bias. And it's so overwhelming and prevalent because social media is now everywhere. Social media, advertisements, like, just... It surrounds us day in and day out. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it. It's so much bigger than us. I mean, if you take a moment to consider that money is power, and in some degrees it is, money is pretty much power. I mean, you can do a lot if you have a lot of money, and you can't do much if you don't have much money. Generally speaking, on like a global scale, right? So, uh, if you, if you have like, you know tens of thousands of dollars, like, saved up, 
you know, you could go on like a nice vacation or purchase a home or buy like a cool car. And that's like, that's, it's kind of a lot for like the average person. Like the average person doesn't really have that sitting around. Now imagine if you had $100,000 just sitting around, like what you could do with that. I mean, you could go on like tons of vacations. You could like, you know, have like a week long vacation in Vegas and gamble away like $10,000 without breaking a sweat and like bang a bunch of hookers and do a bunch of cocaine. You know, not saying I support these activities, but you know, to each their own. But now imagine if you had a million, how crazy that shit would be. You could like, you know, rent a yacht in Miami or something and just, I don't know, do, I'm not, I'm just coming up with ideas. I'm spitballing here, but now multiply that million dollars by a thousand. That's $1 billion. Now multiply that by 500. That's $500 billion. Like imagine the kind of power and global influence you could have. The, like the, I'm saying the individual person just has no power. I mean, we have, we, we all have a voice you know, together we have power, but, you know, what I'm currently saying is just that uh, what we're shown all around us, all the media, all the news, it's just so overwhelming because they have so much power, they have so much money, they have so many resources, and, you know, they can influence so many people with their money and with their ideology and with their media and news. They can influence so many people because they have so many money, but, or so so many money, so many dollars. Um, but we can also influence each other, you know, with ideas and, and whatnot. Money is a little bit like, it's, it's, it's just a quicker way to influence people. Like, if you think about it, if I go up to someone and I'm like, hey, would you like a moment, you know, could you take a moment to discuss like why Donald Trump should be back in office in 2024 or something, some political like bullshit statement like that? You know, how many people out of 10 are going to be like, oh, yeah, totally. I would love to talk to you about this crap, like while I'm busy with my day. Or what if you were just like, hey, I'll give you $100 right now if you listen to me talk for 10 minutes. Everyone would be like, yep, I'm in. 10 out of 10. You know, if that was like a real offer. Um, but so I'm just saying, yeah, money, money is a much quicker and better influence than ideas. I mean... Human beings are just full of fear, and especially right now, like, I mean, even me, like, I'm just terrified, like, when I go to sleep at night, I'm thinking about aliens, and I'm thinking about nuclear war, and all types of shit, but, uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, money is just a a quicker and more powerful method of influence, (sighs) and, uh, ideas are not. I mean, you want to you wanna support freedom, you want to stand up for freedom, you want to fight for what's right, but you know what's a little bit better than that? You know, uh, your favorite Netflix show, uh, playing some video games, you know, hanging out with your friends, drinking beer. Like, that shit's better than worrying about having to fight a global, like, new world order. I mean, I'd, I'd honestly rather, like, drink beer with my family hang out with my brother and my sister and my, you know, my parents and have, have some friends over and, you know, get a girlfriend, hang out with her, whatever. Um, it all sounds way better than like, you know, going into battle, you know, fighting a new world order. Like, I don't know. You get what I'm saying? I'm sure.
So that's kind of the state of my mind lately. It's just, the world is just, just too crazy right now for me to, you know, think about my career or whatever, anything. It's, it's a shame because, you know, I've always been like, I've always had so many good ideas for like businesses and all that. But I've always had in the back of my mind, like, what would be the point of all this if, uh, if the world just collapses, goes to shit, you know, whatever. But, you know, my, my dad had said long ago, he said, uh, that they've always been saying that the world's going to end and it never does. And it's true. And I, I read a YouTube comment once on one of the videos. It said like, like my dad said, uh, you know, I don't want to go to school because the world might end or whatever. And, uh, one of the replies was like, well, not a reply, I don't know. I forget what the comment was, but basically it was like, you still have to go to school even if the, you know, the world's going to end or whatever. And then the world never ended, so. I don't know. Just this end of the world crap. Keeps me up at night. But it shouldn't. I should just live my life. Like everybody else does. <laughs> I'm sure there are other people out there that can't live their life because of existential crises and threats and all that shit. I mean, I know there's more of you out there that feel the exact same way, but... <sighs> I'm currently uh, procrastinating for work. I just got a... I moved uh, near the beach. I won't say what state in case you come try to kill me, but I did move near the beach... And, uh, you know, moved in with my parents, um, broke up with my ex, uh, so I had to find a place to stay in my parents' house. Seemed like the best way to go. You know, not everybody has that option, so I'm very fortunate and very grateful for what I have. Uh, but yeah, it's a house near the beach, like a half hour away, but it's quite a nice house. They, uh, they were both dirt poor growing up, and they both worked their asses off to have what they have today. And... That's why capitalism is a beautiful thing. Uh, you know, some people... It seems like so many people... Like, they kind of seem to want communism. However, I don't think it's communism that, that they want. I think it's more like they want to be hunter-gatherers. Or ultimately, that's what, like... That's like the only idea that would actually work for them. Like, whether they realize it or not. And of course, most of them wouldn't survive doing thing, doing something like that, but, like, it'll take me a bit to get to why I feel that way, <clears throat> but basically, I don't know, it just, it all comes down to, like, a breakdown of society, and, like, you, you really just, you want to be hunter-gatherers, like, you want anarchy, you, you don't want any order, and eventually society will just tear itself apart, and then it'll be kind of post-apocalyptic, but then we're all gonna have to be hunter-gatherers to survive, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of what it seems. But anyway, yeah, I'm near the beach. I'm procrastinating uh, going back to work. I'm actually technically on my lunch break for an hour until about, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes from now. But uh, I have a work from home job as a web developer. It's pretty good. Uh, making lots of money. But it's just, I don't know. Like, the last... Ever since the pandemic hit. 
uh, it's been so hard for me to just stay focused and work and all that. Um, when I was working in the office, you know, I was a web developer for two years in office before the pandemic hit. And, uh, you know, I was thriving. I was doing incredible. And like, I was loving every day of work. It was fun. It was challenging. You know, some, some days were stressful, but like, I, I just knew in the back of my mind, like some days are going to be stressful, but overall it's a fantastic job and I'm, I feel secure. I feel confident in my abilities, but then the pandemic hit and then I had to work from home in an apartment that I hated. And, uh, basically it felt like that apartment became a prison, you know, because you weren't allowed to go anywhere. (laughs) The government said, Hey, you're not allowed to see your family or friends and every, you know, most, not most people, but a lot of people were like, Oh, I have to listen to the government when they tell me I'm not allowed to hang out with people. That way I go insane. Like that shit just pissed me off. Like, I understood from the beginning, like, yeah, it's okay, you you might have to quarantine for, like, an extended period of time, you know, a few months, maybe, like, up to a year, pushing it, but I always knew that people would reach their limit. You can't say, oh, you have to stay inside forever, you can't ever touch any other human being, you can't ever, like, we're human beings, we must interact with other human beings in order to stay happy and sane, or even close to what resembles those feelings or emotions. But, damn it, uh, like, yes, I understood you had to stay inside. I understood you had to wear masks. I understood, you know, you, know, you might get vaccinated when the vaccine comes out. Um, whatever. Uh, whoever, whatever. Uh, but, you know, obviously, people have a limit. You can't do that forever. And that's where I have always been. You know, like, I knew that people would reach a limit. My limit was... I mean, my limit, I reached my limit almost immediately because I knew that people were going to get sick of these rules that we had to follow. So why prolong it? And obviously, the reason was to slow the pandemic down, to slow the spread, you know, and we did that a bit. We, uh, we seem to be perfectly fine. I still, I still don't know a single person who knows a single person that has been like, severely impacted by this pandemic. I mean, I've heard people say, you know, I've heard people say, like, no, I know someone who's died from COVID. I've heard them say that. But, you know, I've also heard that there's an outstanding number of people that have died that also just happened to have COVID. So maybe it was that. But, like, I... I don't know if I've had had COVID. Um, I know my girlfriend has had it like three times, and I've been making out with her every time she had it because I didn't care because I know that it's not dangerous to me, uh, in my opinion. It's not dangerous to me. Maybe it's dangerous to other people. But to me, you know, it's it's not dangerous to me, right? It's dangerous to other people. But fucking, I don't know. It's just so so ridiculous. I don't even know why I'm talking about COVID right now. Like... I I, uh, I lost a friend over this argument, saying that it wasn't dangerous. He's like, "Are you kidding me? It's incredibly dangerous." But show, I mean, you don't don't show me numbers, but like, yeah, millions of people around the world have died, but millions of people have died of natural causes as well. Like, millions of people is nothing in the grand scheme of things. It's like 
barely a dent. It's, a, it's not even a percent of humanity that has died from this disease. And it spread all throughout the globe multiple times with multiple variants. And it still has killed less than 1% of the population. Come on. You call that dangerous? Wait till you see a fucking nuclear war. It'll kill 5 billion people instantly. Not instantly, but you know, pretty quickly. There's, my point is that, yes, it, it could be dangerous to some people, but to me, what I've seen ain't fucking dangerous. It's not even close to dangerous. It's not even remotely in the realm of, of the word danger. Dangerous is 15 megaton nuclear warheads exploding in cities. Vaporizing 15 million people instantly. Like, come on. One nuclear missile could kill five times more people than COVID in the blink of an eye. And we have thousands and thousands of nuclear missiles. Just saying. That there are dangerous things in the world. And there are some things that people think are dangerous... But I don't think it's dangerous. So stop telling me how to fucking feel about this thing. Anyway, that's just my angry rant. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. Uh, If you disagree, then tell me why. Tell me why you disagree. At this point in my life, uh, it seems as though people can't really, like, have discussions and come to compromises or you know, sensible solutions to things anymore. So is there even a point to discussing why you would disagree with such a thing? You have to have empathy. You have to care for every life. I don't think you have to care for every life. I think most people are pieces of shit. So therefore, I think (laughs) you don't have to care for every life. And yeah, that's a very grim and negative viewpoint on humanity. But take a look at history books, you know, we're terrible to each other. Uh, George Carlin had the same uh, general opinion about things. So talk to him if you have an issue with it. Oh, wait, he's dead. Uh, Yeah, so just ranting about nothing. Checking out the rain outside. It's a little damp or moist or whatever word you choose to be comfortable with. So while while I was down in Delaware... Oh, there it is. I'm in Delaware near the beach. Um, I went bird watching. Actually, went bird watching in Maryland. I stayed over. Uh, I went bird watching, and I was watching these two bald eagles circle each other, looking high up in the sky. It was amazing. Two bald eagles circling each other. Like, how often do you see that? And um, <laughs> as I was looking up, I noticed something else in the sky. It was, uh, it looked like a bird at first. I thought it was like a small bird. But then I let my eyes focus on it. And it was simply just a black rectangle. Like a long, like black bar in the sky. And, um, it was, uh, moving at a very, I don't know, moving in a very, like, otherworldly way. So that had me freaked out for a bit. What I'm saying to you is that 
I saw a UFO. And UFO just means unidentified flying object, as you know. Which means I have no idea what it was. I'm not saying it was an alien, but... Uh, usually I look up in the sky. If I see something that looks like kind of out of place or out of the ordinary. And I watch it. And I determine, okay, it's probably a plane or a bird or something. But like, usually I come up with an ex explanation for it. And if I can't come up with an explanation, uh, but but I can come to the conclusion that it could have been something of this world, then I don't think that it's a UFO, you know? I, I have a thought process uh, that allows me to determine in my own head, logically, whether or not something is from this world. Um, because I've always had, like, an interest or a fear of aliens, but I'm also one of the most skeptical people, you know, you could ever hear speak. Uh, however... That day, I was unable to determine, uh, actually, sorry, I was able to determine that there's nothing on this planet that I know of that could explain what I saw. <clears throat> and so, I was with my ex at the time, and on the car ride home, it was about like an hour and ten minutes home from there, uh... I was like, I was calling people to tell them what I saw, and like, everybody was like, my brother laughed at it, and uh, you know, it might have freaked him out a little bit, because he's got kids, but, and he also knows that like, you know, I'm generally a sane person. I'm insane, but I'm also sane. Anyway, uh, and most people, most people were like, wow, that's really cool. But me and my girlfriend, well, my ex, uh, we didn't really find it cool. We found it like, utterly disturbing to our core. Um, Let's see, what else? I'm breathing heavily because I'm out of shape and I'm walking around and that takes out a little bit of energy from me, you know? It's very vital energy. So, uh, on the way home, like I was a little freaked out, like while I was calling people, I was like, whoa, I gotta tell everybody about this, that was crazy. Um, side note, the, fe the feeling that I got was that of a cosmic event when I saw this thing. So... Um, I saw a lunar eclipse before, which is where you see the Earth's shadow covering, covering up the moon, <clears throat> which is pretty cool. That was nice. Uh, I've also seen a total solar eclipse. Uh, I saw that in Tennessee a couple years back. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, I saw it too, yeah. They had the glasses on, and they saw, like, part of the sun covered by the moon, but... When you see a total solar eclipse, where the sun is fully covered by the moon, it's a different magical experience. Uh, the, the moon is covering the sun throughout the day, as you know, uh, and you can use your solar glasses to look at, at that event, and you can see part of the sun's covered by the moon. But when it finally fully eclipses the sun, a few moments before you will see a ring of light and a bright shining spot. Kind of looks like a diamond ring. They actually call it the diamond ring. Uh, that's right before it fully covers the sun. And you can actually take your glasses off and look directly at that with your, your eyes, your bare eyes, um, uh, at that moment. Uh, and it's just astonishing. But then, what is 
what what I like to refer to as well, I mean it's it's all a cosmic event, but uh what what felt kind of like godly to me was the moment after the diamond ring when it fully eclipsed the sun. The sun went black and there was a glowing ring around it and the whole sky like you could see the corona of the sun, but it 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 almost engulfed the entire sky. It was like the sky exploded into magic. So that was was one of the two most astonishing things I had ever seen in my entire life. Uh, the other was the uh, <laughs> was the UFO that I saw. <laughs> like that was quite a description for the eclipse, but I mean. Maybe the the eclipse was definitely more beautiful, but this UFO thing that I saw, I was it was probably like five to fifteen thousand feet in the, in the sky in the air. Um, so I, I guess I couldn't call it like a cosmic event, but I had the same feeling. I had the same feeling that like I guess like you know I'm on Earth and I can't explain. I mean, I know the science behind an eclipse, but like, I don't know. It's just a feeling that I got that I, I, I can't explain. It's just a, it's kind of like an otherworldly feeling, I guess. But I got the same feeling when I saw this object. And you don't really get that when you're looking at birds or planes. Um, and a funny thing that happened uh, as I was watching this thing. I was watching the two bald eagles circle each other and a guy was pulling up, you know, with his car and as he was pulling by, I was like, yo, there's two bald eagles if you want to check them out. They're circling each other right there. And uh, he got out of his car and he had this huge camera, like, well, he had a regular sized camera, but the lens was giant, um, giant camera lens. And he was taking pictures of the eagles. And then as I noticed this thing, I, you know, I told my ex, I was like, what the hell is that thing? I was, uh, you know. And it was just a black bar just floating in the sky in a perfectly linear direction. It was going what seemed like very slow at first. And then, uh, I mean, it could have just been all perspective, like the way I was looking at it. You know, like how when the sun goes down on the horizon, it seems like it's bigger kind of thing. Like maybe it was a perspective thing, the way I observed it moving. But uh told my girlfriend about it. She got her eyes on it. And then I tried to get the dude with the giant camera... Um, to take a picture of it, or to at least see it, and then take a picture of it. But he, I don't think he, he couldn't see it at all. He said, like, the sun was in his eyes, or he, he can't see it. I don't know. It was, he just couldn't see it. <sighs> um, so, yeah, like, I was, I went over to him. I'm like, yo, what's that? What's that thing in the sky? Like, I didn't want to say, like, yo, it's a UFO. Like, take a picture of that. I kind of, like, nonchalant, didn't want to seem like a crazy person. Which I'm sure I seem like a crazy person now, but, uh, what's it called? Um, so the dude, yeah, couldn't see it. He couldn't get a picture of it. And I didn't have the sense to take a picture of the thing. Um, I'm, I'm sure my phone was in my pocket. It might not have been, it might've been like charging in the car or whatever. But if it was in my pocket, it wouldn't have mattered. I actually tried to take a picture of the two bald eagles. They were like a thousand feet in the air and my phone, you couldn't even, I mean, you could see black smudges, but literally all you would have seen on a, on a picture would be like a black smudge anyway. So taking a picture of the UFO that I supposedly saw wouldn't have mattered. 
it would have just been like a black smudge and I could take a picture of a black smudge in my friggin' kitchen and who's gonna care? But all I'm saying is that shit was crazy. Uh, so on the way home from that, I was like calling people and like kind of nervously excited. And then like the ominous feeling kind of set in and uh, we, we started like talking on the way home. Like what if we didn't just see it? What if it saw us? Um, I, it seemed to accelerate toward the sun as I was trying to point it out to the camera guy. But anyway, uh, yeah, like what if it saw us? What if there's more? What if they know we saw it kind of thing? Sorry, going through all these possibilities in our head, but like generally after seeing it and driving home, like as we were starting to drive home, my girlfriend started like crying because she was like so fucking emotionally broken from what she saw. And I kind of was too. Like I was freaked the fuck out. Uh, and that was about a month ago. And I tell people about it sometimes and it just doesn't have any impact it has no impact imagine seeing like i'm not saying i saw an alien spacecraft fly over my head but imagine you did see an alien spacecraft fly over your head and you're trying to tell people and no one cares no one understands why would they how could they they, they didn't see what you saw it's impossible you can't explain to them what you saw it's just not worth it it's not gonna ha it's not gonna work <sighs> yeah, if you see a UFO, no one's going to understand. Not a single person on the planet, unless they saw exactly what you saw, which is highly unlikely. Um, I was originally thinking it was like, I don't know if you've heard about the pill-shaped or the tic-tac-shaped UFO um, that the Navy caught on one of their uh, like fighter jet radar camera thingies. Um, check it out, Google it if you want. Tic-tac-shaped UFO video, you can just type that. I originally thought that's what I saw, but I don't believe that's what I saw <clears throat> because it was, it was like a slightly different shape. And the tic-tac shape was moving linearly in the direction of like the shape of the tic-tac. But the thing I saw was like a black bar moving across the sky perpendicular to basically where it would be pointed. So, uh, I don't know, man. I like almost didn't even want to bring it up or mention it that I saw this thing, but I don't know. I figured some people might be interested in, in the story. Totally real. Uh, you know, I could, it could certainly have been something from this world. You know, it could have been a bird. It could have been a plane. But I really don't think it was, because I was looking at it very closely and extremely observantly, and I came to the conclusion in my own head that it was nothing that I can explain that exists on this planet. So, that's just my own perspective, you know. Obviously, maybe, maybe if, if the other guy with the camera saw it, he would have been like, oh, that's just a bird that looks like a black bar in the sky. And I'd be like, what the f hell are you talking about? Anyway, uh, so I didn't really want to bring it up, but I brought it up. And it's, uh, it's out there now. It's on the internet. Spread the truth, guys. <clears throat> and one of the things that really freaked me out about it was the fact that, you know, 
three or four days before this, or, you know, maybe like a week before this, like, the freaking global war started. It wasn't really the global war that started, but it was the Russia-Ukraine war that started. And obviously, everyone's thinking that's going to be World War III and we're all going to die in a nuclear holocaust. But, in addition to that, you know, I've heard conspiracy theories from Alex Jones and whatnot and other people, whoever, whatever, but a bunch of people, YouTube videos, whatever, and I hate the fact that I have looked into these conspiracy theories because, well, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. I don't think, I don't think anything's going to happen. I don't think anything's even real. Like, I don't, I don't even, I mean, I guess not thinking anything's real is a conspiracy theory, but basically the whole connection with the World War Three slash aliens conspiracy goes something like this. Uh, World War Three starts. Um, I'm just gonna throw out a couple ideas, you know, because there's a couple different versions of the conspiracy theory. But World War Three starts. Uh, you know, the whole world is in conflict. Uh, nuclear, you know, bombs are threatened, are being used as threats, and then eventually, someone tries to use a nuclear bomb. Whether or not they're successful, I'm not sure, but here's where the conspiracy theory comes into play. Aliens are supposed to stop us from completely annihilating ourselves, slash the world. Uh, Basically, one version is that there will be an alien invasion, and aliens will come down and start killing tons and tons of people, and then here's the weird part. Jesus Christ shows up as the second coming of the Messiah and uh, teams up with the aliens. Um, Hold on, let me back up. Uh, First, the world unites against this alien invasion and tries to stop the alien threat from above. And then, well, that, that human army is led by the army, well, is led by the Antichrist. So... I'm getting real crazy here with the conspiracy theory, but bear with me. So, human army, World War III, alien invasion shows up. The human army is led by the Antichrist to destroy the alien threat. Whole world is united. There's a great battle, and then all of a sudden, you know, Jesus of Nazareth shows up, you know, uh, out of the ocean, uh, some people might say, and... uh, obliterates the army of the Antichrist and then has a thousand-year reign uh, uh, on earth as it is in heaven with worthy or whatever souls. You know, whatever. Some, some kind of shit like that. Also, last part of that. Uh, what was it? I almost forget. Let's see. I had it in my head. Now I forget. Um kind of walking around my living room trying to think of this. <laughs> it was... So the army of the Antichrist, whatever, Jesus... Show, oh, yeah, right, the ocean thing. So these... Some of the UFOs that the government has, like, released information about, uh, it's it's claimed that they go into the ocean. And, uh, you know, apparently Jesus is supposed to come out of the ocean. Like, a man is supposed to come out of the ocean, blah, 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 whatever... I don't know. Piece all those pieces together as a puzzle, if you'd like. I personally have no idea what to believe as far as 
those like conspiracy theories go, but I'm I've pretty much reached the point where I'm just like I don't really care about any news. I mean, not to say that I don't care about the people in Ukraine getting killed by Putin's army. I mean, obviously I care that people die, you know, I I care that there's war going on. In fact, if there's any world crisis that I actually do care about, it's war because war is just mass murder. That's all it is. And like, I'm not a fan of regular murder. You know, I hate when people like, I hate to hear a story of like, a, you know, a father that went crazy and killed his, killed his family or like somebody got mugged on the street and then, you know, two people got shot and killed. Uh, those stories are bad. And like, if I were ever murdered, I'd be really upset before I died and then I wouldn't care because I'd be dead. But, um, yeah, war is that multiplied by thousands. So, obviously, that's the worst shit ever. So, like, war in Ukraine, I get it. It's fucked beyond belief. In fact, like, it's, it, it you know, if all that we, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying this uh, because, okay, let me just say it. Uh, if, if all that we see is true... Uh, then, you know, it's, it's beyond the most fucked up situation you could ever even imagine. And it's, it's, it's got potential to get far worse than that. So that said, uh, I've noticed an unimaginably large amount of fake footage (laughs) being shown about the Ukraine war. Like, ah, you, (laughs) I'm not like spreading Russian propaganda. I'm not, um... I'm not saying that the Ukraine war isn't happening, but it's really incredibly obvious that so much of the footage out there is completely fake. So much of it. It's like overwhelmingly a large amount of fake footage. I mean, I guess there's some real footage as well, but I would say the overwhelmingly vast majority of footage is fake. Um, You don't believe me, just... You can just Google, like, you know, Ukraine war footage, and you'll see, you'll see videos of the DCS video game, which is a very realistic flight combat simulator. Uh, you'll see tons of clips of that um, game showing Russian fighter jets and Ukraine fighter jets. That shit's all fake. There have been, I was actually watching like a live stream of a foreign news station doing a, you know, like a live report on the Ukraine war. And they used a clip of a bomb that went off, which was actually a video of an explosion that I had seen like years past, like two or three years before that. So, um, yeah. So they, this news station literally used a video of a bomb that went off years before. It was actually, I think, like maybe a chemical plant explosion. Um, and they used that trying to claim that it was like, you know, the, the Russia-Ukraine war, like a big bomb went off or whatever. But obviously it was not. It was fake. So, I mean, yeah, sure. There's totally real clips out there, but I've seen so many fakes. So, obviously, somebody is trying to play up this war to be a lot worse than it is. Because there's definitely too much fake footage out there for me to believe all of it. Um, it's 
it's not a conspiracy that there's fake footage out there. Just go on YouTube. You'll find plenty of DCS footage claiming to be part of the Ukraine war. You'll find videos of explosions that happened years ago that are being reposted claiming that it is uh, part of the Ukraine war. So that ain't no conspiracy theory. That's fucking truth. And it's funny because, you know, me saying that it's truth has absolutely no value whatsoever. A person saying that something is true these days has no value to me. Unless I, like, unless I know them intimately. <laughs> unless they're part of my family or a close friend. Other than that, somebody telling me that something is true means nothing to me. Nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. I don't care what sources you use or claim to use. I don't care what your reputation is. Truth means nothing unless you, I guess unless you discover it on your own or you trust a person that's telling you. But even, even people that I trust, you know, I, you can't trust everything <laughs> that someone you trust says because we're all human beings and we all lie. It's true. Everybody lies. Mommy lies. Even the wonderful Jerry lies. Anyway, that was from Liar Liar. Uh, credit to Jim Carrey. So, uh, wow, what a rant. 45 minutes. Thank you for sticking around on my Neato radio show podcast called uh, Welcome Jimbo. <laughs> That'd be a cool name for a podcast. Welcome Jimbo. That's what it says on my sign from my parents. They have like a little chalkboard which is in the shape of like a little cutting board. Actually, a big cutting board. And uh, it says, Welcome Jimbo. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. But the podcast is already named Idea Train. Oh, cool, man. Let's see. Uh, work tasks are coming in. All right, so I'm going to have to get off here in about five minutes or so. Uh, maybe seven minutes. Uh, you know, I don't know, a couple more minutes, a few minutes, whatever. Um, but yeah, th so this podcast or this me ranting, like me talking on the internet on this podcast, I guess I'll call it a podcast. It's called the idea, idea train podcast, whatever. It used to be about like inspiring people to, you know, uh, go learn something on the internet and make a career out of it or start a business or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, Really, I guess it's just about ideas, you know. It's still about ideas. All I'm doing is throwing ideas out there. I would like to get some more people involved. And uh, just, it's going to be difficult. I would like to get some people involved and talk about some stuff. Um, I, I mean, because every, almost every time I talk on this podcast, it's about something different, which is actually kind of interesting. Uh I think it's kind of interesting. Like, I wouldn't mind a podcast that, like, totally jumps around a bit. You know, if I like listening to the person, who knows what they'll be saying tomorrow or whatever. Um, I like to do, like, I used to like to do these while I drove to work or whatever. I should have done, I should have taken advantage of that so much more. I could have, like, made a, a legit podcast out of this. But, you know, if you like hearing me rant... Uh, I would like to continue. I, I was actually planning on doing this ever since, like, I saw the, 
quote unquote UFO, um, just to like get it off my chest and, uh, talk about some other shit that's been on my mind. But you know, that was two months. Wait, that was about a, wait. Yeah, that was one month ago. <laughs> Whew, that was one month ago. And, uh, so was it one month ago? Yeah, it was a month ago. Um, and I, I've been debating, like, should I start this podcast thing up again? Cause I think I'd have a lot of interesting stuff to say, to say. Um, so after a month of like contemplating it in my head, I finally decided to do it today. I don't know. Just talk about some random stuff as you have heard. Um, future plans. Uh, I want to, I guess, maybe continue talking about some conservative viewpoints that I have, um, which is. I hate to pick a side, but <laughs> I mean, thanks to the news that has been shown to me, the other side, the opposing side, seems absolutely batshit crazy to me. And just like if you're on the left, you've been shown a bunch of shit that makes the right seem absolutely batshit crazy. So I don't hold it against anyone. I just think that we're humans and we're very easily influenced by people with billions and billions and billions of dollars. <sighs> um, so I guess that means that I am, that I have been easily influenced to believe in what I believe in. And it's not that I like believe in it to a degree where I'm like, oh, I stand up for what I believe in. I just believe in it because that's the reality that has been shaped around me. That's it. Just like people on the left, that's the reality that has been shaped around you. So you believe it. So that makes sense. Good for you. You're just like everybody else. Uh, sometimes I try to just abandon all beliefs and, you know, think to myself that nothing's real. Maybe I'm living in a simulation. Whoop-de-doo, the Matrix, who cares? Great. Uh, Boltzmann brain. Have you ever heard of the Boltzmann brain theory? That's a good theory. Look that up. It's a theory that your consciousness has popped into existence. Uh, who knows where or how, who knows from where or how that happened. Uh, I, you know, one of the theories is like a Boltzmann brain can randomly pop into existence um, from like quantum fluctuation given enough time. Um, and another part of that theory is that it's, you know, statistically um, much more likely for a Boltzmann brain to exist that has imagined itself living in a universe than it is for an entire universe to randomly pop into existence, which, according to what we know, that's basically what happened to our universe. It randomly popped into existence. There are theories to try to explain how the hell it happened, how the hell we got here. Uh, but nobody knows. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we've measured the cosmic background radiation and we can date the universe back 13.8 billion years to a single point. Well, that doesn't explain how that point even came into existence. So it's funny. We're trying to explain something outside of our universe by using what's inside of the universe. That would be like, you know, Super Mario, you know, trying to figure out who programmed him. 
I don't know, that was a terrible, terrible analogy, but you get the idea. That's basically what we are. We're like, we're living in a video game, and we're trying to figure out, like, who our programmers are, and, like, what the world outside of our computer digital simulation is like. Not saying that we're living in a simulation, but that's kind of what it's like. Like, we're living in a computer simulation or computer program, and we're trying to figure, like, we're trying to figure out what is outside of the computer program. But that doesn't make sense because the only thing that exists is what is programmed. Like if I were to program, you know, like a little 2D world with a stick figure that can go left and right, and maybe, you know, maybe he can jump over some little obstacles. That is all that exists. There is nothing else. Uh, if he is given enough, like, intelligence, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, wouldn't it be interesting if you programmed, like, a 2D AI with, like, human-level intelligence once we're able to do that? How a 2D representation, you know, of a, of a, of a sentient being, like, what would they think? What if you told them about our world, but you made their world completely different? That's, like, trippy, dude. Um, anyway. I think I'm about done with this. 53 minutes. I like an hour-long podcast. Kills time. For me and for you. Uh, yeah, like I said, in the future, I want to talk about some... Just what's going on in the world and... Why it sucks. Why the end of the world... Seems like it's always around the corner, but it never happens. When will it happen? Probably never. Are we just being manipulated to believe a whole bunch of stuff that will just put fear in our hearts so that we buy more shit? That was actually an interesting theory. Some dude in the military uh, on Facebook that we were all having these like right wing, left wing like feuds on Facebook and I don't know, at some point he was like, well, what if everything that you fear, what if you're all just consumers of, of basically propaganda, you know, political garbage and what if we're all just consumers? You know, we, we are just fed information to make us scared so that we buy things to make us feel better kind of thing. I don't know. He said it much more elegantly, elegantly than I, but... Oh, man. You know, uh, I'm so out of shape that walking... I'm, like, pacing around my living room, and I've been doing that for, you know, maybe, like, 20 minutes or so. Which is good. It actually gets me up and moving. But it, like... It's pathetic that I have spent so long not exercising that that's, like, you know, give me a little bit of shortness of breath. As you can tell, like, I'm breathing heavily, but it's my own fault, but, I mean, before the pandemic hit, I was working out, like, three times a week at a gym when the pandemic hit. I barely exercised ever again. I mean, I did a little bit here and there, like, a little bit of home workouts, whatever, but I just got really into food, and I got pretty fat and all that shit. Oh, cool. The maximum for a recording time is 60 minutes. But, I mean, obviously, I could 
add on to that, but I'm not gonna. We'll cut it at 60 minutes, but I'll talk it out until then. Uh, I think moving in with my parents near the beach is the best thing that has happened to me since the pandemic started. Possibly even my whole life, but yeah, definitely since the pandemic started. Um, while they were here, I was, you know, really healthy and active, but since they went on a month-long vacation in Hawaii, they're coming back this weekend, uh, I've kind of, like, slumped back into my, like, lazy kind of state, like, eat tons of food, be lazy, wake up late, stay up late, whatever, whatever, bad habits, um, but as soon as they come back, I want to switch my work schedule to be a little earlier, so I wake up with them, and they make me coffee, and I just kind of want to be on their schedule since they're letting me stay in their house um, and be real good and productive for them. And then, oh, uh, yeah, since the pandemic started, by the way, I went through five web developer jobs <sighs> because I just couldn't hold a job because I just, the whole world just seemed like it was on the brink of collapse and I didn't care about anything or anyone and I hated everything and I hate things less now. So that's good. But, man, it was pretty dark time living where I was living in that apartment with my toxic relationship. Oh, God. Um, glad to be out. Glad to be near the beach. Uh, yeah, I, I want to be healthy and productive and all that shit as soon as my parents come back. I don't want to be healthy and productive while they're gone, of course. You know, Why would I do that? You got to have, like, some... Some uh, enjoyment of life's lazy leisures. Um, <sighs> but as soon as they come back, it's crunch time. Um, and I basically just want to keep this job because couldn't keep the other ones, but I think I'll be able to keep this one living living here, living here by the beach, being healthy and active. Um, and I'll get a house, saving up for a house. That's my current goal. Well, first goal is to buy my car. Second, second, second goal is to uh, get a house. I would like to get a house with some land, and I would like to be able to shoot guns on my land, because that would be fucking hilariously fun. I would just have, like, an arsenal of weapons, invite people over, blast off, like, shotguns, AK-47s, blah, 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 everything you can imagine. Uh, magnums. <clears throat> so, that'd be cool. I also want to get my hot sauce business back up and started. I had the, uh... The LLC, almost complete for Kamikaze Hot Sauce, LLC. Um, I've got the website kamikazehot.com. I think it, I, I, did, I couldn't get kamikazehotsauce.com, but kamikazehot.com sounds a little cooler anyway. It's a little bit more hip. So I was right on the brink of having uh, the hot sauce business like fully going uh, right before, well, even during the pandemic. Um, right before Christmas last year, this past year, I had the hot sauce business like almost complete. Last thing I needed to do was basically get uh, send in samples to a lab and get it like analyzed for shelf life and whatnot, and then do the nutrition facts, all that stuff. So that's all I needed to do, and then I was like ready to sell. Um, but I definitely, when I get my own house, which hopefully will be in like a year, I'm gonna get that hot sauce business started up again. I'm gonna try to grow some grow my own peppers. And uh, I want to make it the biggest online hot sauce retailer there is. But there are, you know, kind of like department store hot sauces online that I have to compete with. But at least uh, I can, I'm hoping that I can just sustain 
myself with just the hot sauce business and maybe a couple other small things like this podcast, for instance. Anyway, so that's, that's a bit about me. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, and I'm going to do these hopefully more regularly starting very soon. All right. See you all.